hospital in the presence of all these men of God tonight. I'm satisfied God will help us tonight if, uh, if we'll open our hearts and be obedient to Him. I don't want to preach to you a new message tonight. No, I, I, I don't have a new message. I just want to brag on Him for a while tonight if I can do that. Uh, amen. I've noticed when we gathered in prayer meeting, the preachers always preached on prayer. I've noticed that. Can I kind of turn the curve tonight? Amen. Amen. If you will, tonight turn in, in your Bible to Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9. Keep your finger there and turn over to Ephesians chapter 3. Okay. And I would ask you to stand in reverence to the reading of God's Word if you would do that, please. First of all, let's pray. Father, thank you for this time, God, that you've given us to come into your house tonight, God. We feel honored in our heart, Lord, to occupy this place for just a moment tonight. I pray that, Father, you might Feel me, God, to preach thy precious word, that you might open our hearts and minds to receive what you've prepared for us tonight, God. I pray that we could all grow in grace and knowledge of you tonight, Lord, and we can go out of this place tonight revived in our heart uh, uh, with a newness of you in our hearts, God. Thank you for your precious love, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Matthew chapter 9 verse 28 simply says, And when he was come into the house, the blind men, the blind men came to him, and Jesus saith unto him, Believe ye that I am able to do this. They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Over in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20, the word of God says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Amen. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. You can be seated. I was thinking on the, on the, on the terms about how God is able. Amen. And I want to use that for a subject tonight to preach to our hearts about just how able he is. Amen. I recall reading in the Word of God one time that there were three Hebrew children uh, over there in, in Daniel chapter 3 and how that they would not bow their knee to, be, uh, to, uh, uh, to the king there. And, he was ca and because of that and because of the statue and everything that had been built, there, they would not be, uh, bow their knee to, uh, to, uh, uh, to him. And uh, because of that, then they were cast into this uh, furnace of fire. We all know that, uh, that uh, story, pretty familiar with that particular thing. Uh, uh, but uh, 
God was able during this time to lift these men out of there. Over in Daniel chapter 3, verse 17, it started out, If it be so, O God, whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. And, uh, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy God, nor, uh, nor worship the golden image which thou hast uh, uh, set up. Amen. Ain't you glad today that we have a history of some of those that have stood for, for what is right? and stood uh, uh, for an almighty God that they knew was able to, 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 to deliver them. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, as we look at that, we see how Nebuchadnezzar was looking in that fiery furnace, and he seen something that was, uh, 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 hey, maybe he had never seen anything like that before. Uh, and he, he said, Did not we cast three men, bam, into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto him, True, O king. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they had no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Amen. Ain't you glad when you're in that fiery furnace, there's a fourth man that, that's walking there with you. Why is that? Amen. It's because of the blood that we were just singing about. Amen. Uh, because that blood has been applied to our hearts. Amen. We, uh, we have enough faith in our hearts to believe that God is in that fire with us. Amen. Uh, hey, and the song says, He's still in the fire. Amen. Uh, but, but as we go a little further, I, I remember reading about how that, uh, that Daniel 2 uh, was... Uh, uh, was uh, an executive, could I call him that, uh, in, uh, in that particular area. And uh, they went to try to find something against him because he served an almighty God. And he went there and he prayed three times a day. Uh, well, old King Darius, he liked that idea uh, about uh, 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 people bowing down to him. Uh, hey, let me just stop right here and say something about human nature. Boy, it sounds good, don't it? Now, we're going to put a big statue up here. And, hey, uh, uh, well, there ain't nobody can do anything except they come by you, king, old king. And uh, 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 he liked that. Boy, ain't it, ain't it something the way human nature works? Well, hey, we see pretty things, Curtis. Uh, and, 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 boy, it, uh, it does something in our heart. We see a man driving a new pickup truck, and, uh, and automatically we think, boy, I like that thing. Uh, amen. And if we're not get if we're not in trouble, we'll get to coveting that thing. And and uh, that's just how human nature works. But old King Darius liked this, and they uh, they wanted to find an occasion against Daniel, and they and they watched him till he went to pray. He wasn't hindered. The Bible talks about how he went on and opened his windows toward Jerusalem, uh, and I uh, began to pray three times a day. Well, uh, uh, he got caught, didn't he? Uh, boy, <laughs> there's a thought right there, son. Uh, amen. How many of us got caught praying today? Uh, uh, but, but anyway, uh, 
because of that, they went to the king, and the king couldn't do anything but honor his word. And he cast him into that uh, into the uh, den of lions there. Uh, and, and we know the story. Uh, uh, and I. Uh, 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 they cast him in there, and then that old king, boy, he felt, got to feeling sorry. Uh, amen. Boy, I've done the wrong thing. Uh, amen. No doubt he repented. No doubt he done everything he could do. Uh, but he went there that morning, and when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. Amen. Thank God tonight. I, I, he delivered him. Amen. From a den of lions. And I, but, but listen, I, I, who was that fourth man in the fire? Amen. Think about that tonight. Who was he? Why couldn't those lions eat him? It wasn't because they weren't hungry. But it was uh, because of the fact that God is able, amen, tonight, amen, to deliver those that will come to him, amen. Listen, you're looking at old drunk that was saved when he was 24 years old, amen, and delivered from alcoholism. And and, uh, his foot set on a rock and his uh, going was established there that day. Uh, Amen. January 19, 1975. Amen. Thank God at Calvary Baptist Church in Hendersonville. uh, uh, Buddy Mullinax was the pastor there then. And he had that movie, The Burning Hail. Amen. Yeah. And you're looking at one of them out of the 35,000 that was saved after watching that movie. Uh, Amen. Thank God, Nick. Uh, Listen to me, folks. Hey, it made a difference in my life, uh, amen, to be delivered from, from, the, from the hell that I was experiencing and put my family through. Uh, hey, it ain't been the same since. Uh, thank God that he's able tonight, folks. Uh, amen. I hope I'm preaching to the choir tonight. Uh, I pray that everybody here has been saved by the grace of God. Uh, hey, I, I pray uh, that... Wow. Mm. Uh, amen. But let me go a little further here. I know one today uh, uh, that is uh, uh, that loves the unlovable. Uh, amen. Hey, uh, and I was thinking on the terms of that old thief on the cross. Uh, uh, hey, here was a man uh, uh, that had uh, uh, the word of God teaches us and, uh, uh, that the thieves had had cast the same in their teeth. Uh, amen. That's plural. All of them were were, uh, were fussing and probably cursing and throwing. Uh, well, they weren't throwing rocks. They weren't able to. Uh, uh, but the thing about it is uh, uh, they were both on his case. Get us down from here. You saved others. Save yourself. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, I can see in the word of God how the Holy Spirit took over there. Amen. Uh, 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 one of them went on. But one conceded, didn't he? Uh, Amen. And and the word of God tells us uh, that Jesus, uh, in verse 42, Luke chapter 23, and he said unto Jesus, Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Jesus said, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Uh, Amen. Just a, a man that was so unloving, so rotten to the core, a sinner, 
Amen. And and hanging on the cross. And and Christ himself. Oh, he's able today, folks, to pull him out of that out of that place where he was. Amen. And save him by his marvelous grace. Glory to God, that does something in my heart tonight. That no, we serve a God that is able to, to love those who are so unlovable. Amen. And hey, in our world today, I've never seen a time. I'm 72, and I've never seen a time when when so much hatred is going on, so much lawlessness, so much killing and murdering, and just just stuff that that you've never seen. And I, hey, listen, I've studied the Word of God and I know what time it is, amen. And I I know why things are happening because the Word of God teaches us that in the last days perilous times will come. And I, of course that perilous times means dangers and that's what we're living in, is it not? But the thing about it is God is still able to love that one that is so unlovable. Amen. Think about that, J.D. Amen. Listen, hey, there's a time in my life that I wasn't so lovable. Amen. There was a time in my life when people didn't want to see me coming. Amen. But one day God saved me. Amen. And he's able to do that. He's able to love and to, and to do that very thing. But not, not only is he able to love those that are unlovable, he's able to touch those who are untouchable. Amen. And boy, an old familiar portion of Scripture in the Word of God that got to be some of my, if I had favorite Scripture, it has to be that woman with the issue of blood. Now, if you go back and study and look in the law, that lady was completely out of place. Amen. She's supposed to have been out yonder. Uh, on the outskirts, I hollering, unclean, unclean, amen, don't approach me, I I have an issue of blood, don't come near me, but yet, there she was, bless her heart, I I can see her, amen, today, possibly, now the Bible don't say this, uh, but possibly, she was crawling around on her hands and knees, by the way, where's a hymn at? Amen. Uh, crawling around to hunting that hem of that garment. Oh, glory to God. I'm telling you, that precious lady touched the hem of that garment and she had, was made whole. She was untouchable. But God is able to touch that one that's untouchable, ain't she? Amen. Thank God today, folks. Hey, hey I, I'm telling you, this is real tonight. But, uh, listen, she, she was untouchable. But yet God is able to do that. Boy, I'm telling you, ain't it good? Ain't it good to know that one day you were touched by the hand of a God who is able to deliver. Thank God tonight, folks. Hey, uh, but not only was uh, he able to touch the untouchable, but hey, but he was able to move the immovable. Uh, amen. Uh, and I, uh, if you know me and know how I preach, I, I use a lot of scripture, uh, amen, and that's all right. Uh, we need to do that, don't we? Uh, but uh, uh, he's able to move the unmovable. 
over there in, in Acts chapter 16 was an old tough Roman soldier. Amen. And he had Paul locked up. And I, I, no doubt these men were the toughest individuals. They had been trained. If they let these prisoners escape, that they'd commit suicide. Tough rascals. Amen. Tough to the bone. Probably a big muscled up. Uh, guy and I scared to death of his superiors. I, I can prove that by the scripture because he was about to take his life, wasn't he? Uh, a, a man. And but uh, he had never come come in contact with a Baptist preacher full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I, I, I'm telling you right now. Uh, if boy, just let me read some of this. And at midnight, uh, uh, Acts chapter 16. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed, sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Amen. Thank God they got an audience. Amen. Uh, while they were singing and praising God, no doubt they'd been, uh, they'd been skinned alive about it, beat half to death, and yet uh, they was in there with that crowd, and all of a sudden, in their sad-looking shape, they began to sing and pray and, uh, and worship God. Amen. And I... Hey, and suddenly there's a great earthquake. So at the foundation of the prison was shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awakened out of his sleep, seeing the prison doors open, drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing the prisoners had fled. Amen. Uh, Paul, Paul knew what was going to happen. He knew that guy was about to commit suicide, so he called on him. Uh, amen. Thank God before that thing was over with, that old Philippian jailer said, uh, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Uh, amen. Uh, I'm telling you right now, boy, uh, and, and, and the Word of God says there that Paul told him, just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and, and you can be saved. Uh, amen. Wasn't it simple? Wasn't it just simple? Just simple as it could be. And, and I Hey, it went on, and they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in the house. And he took them the same hour tonight and washed their stripes and was baptized and all his straightway. And when he had brought them into the house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. Hey, that man just got saved. Amen. And he began to act like it, didn't he? Just right off the bat, he didn't wait till tomorrow. He, he, didn't, he didn't say, uh, uh, listen, he didn't say, I'll wait till tomorrow and start this whole thing. Man, when he got saved, he went into action. And helping the men of God. Boy, I'm glad today that there's a few that's still out there. Let me get my breath here just a minute. Uh, amen. I, I, listen, I'm telling you, that old Philippian jailer probably never been moved. Uh, amen. Like a brick wall, you could have run into him, no doubt, uh, and, uh, and he wouldn't have budged. But boy, when God got a hold of him, Sonny moved him, didn't he? I'm telling you right now, uh, and God's able to do that. Uh, amen. I, I'm glad, uh, and I can't get away from this stop. Listen, if I ever get over being saved, you just knock me head and go ahead and bury me. Uh, if I ever get tired of uh, uh, talking about it, Amen. Amen. Thank God tonight, folks. I'm glad I'm saved. Amen. Amen. Curtis Page has heard that so much. I, 
I don't know if you ever get tired of hearing me say that or not. I'm t- I-, I tell you what, I'm glad I'm saved. Amen. Amen. It don't matter how tough you get. Amen. You might think you're tough. Amen. But I'm telling you, God can bring. My, my grandmother used to say, I'll bring you down a buttonhole or two. Uh, you know, uh, God will bring you down a buttonhole or two. Uh, amen. He'll soften that heart that ain't been soft enough to say anything good in the last 10 years. God can help that. Uh, amen. If we'll just surrender ourselves to him. But listen, not only is he able to move the unmovable, but he's able to control the uncontrollable. Uh, amen. Thank God today. Uh, listen, I, I won't read all of that passage of Scripture tonight. Uh, uh, well, he said I could. Uh, amen. Uh, in Mark chapter 5, he said we wasn't in no hurry to get out of here, didn't he? Uh, amen. <laughs> uh, amen. Over in Mark chapter 5, I, I find an old, uh, 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 what do they call him, a maniac of Gadara. That's, uh, that's what he's called here in the Scripture. And, uh, hey, I reckon he is a demon-possessed. Uh, amen. Uh, and and uh, I remember reading about that uh, when they come down off a of mount of transfiguration that they couldn't cast out a demon. Uh, and uh, Jesus said, this kind comes out by prayer and fasting. Uh, he first said, oh, ye little faith. And they said, this, this, what's it say? I just lost my thought. You ever do that? <laughs> uh, amen. It, say, it says that, uh, uh, oh, ye little faith. Then he talks about how that faith, go, uh, that, that that type goeth out only by prayer and fasting. Amen. Was he talking about the demon or was he talking about the faith? Oh, I didn't mean to tear up your theology there. <laughs> but, but, but listen to me, folks. Hey, we know about this demon possession thing. You know what we call it anymore? Now, here it comes. Severe, severe bipolar. We go to the doctor and we get a pill for it. Amen. It kind of quiets you down. If we had enough faith, we could pray. Amen. I'm satisfied, folks. Amen. We've dealt with that for six or seven years until our granddaughter got so mad and aggravated and mean with us that she finally left one night about 9 o'clock and I ain't seen her since. You know, it's been... February be two years. Listen, we got to, we call what's wrong right now and what's right's wrong. Amen. Let's don't pray for them. Let's don't tell them that Jesus saves. Let's just give them a pill. Take them to the doctor and give them a pill. Why don't we just do that? Boy, that's easy. Yeah, it's easy, all right, if you can get them to take the medicine. I get to throwing one of them d- demonic fits, and they won't take her medicine. It don't matter. It don't matter. Listen, I, I volunteered in a prison for a good many years, and I, th- I thought and I taught the only rehab that a prisoner can ever have is to be born again. Without that, he has no hope. The only way that an alcoholic can be delivered is to be born again, and then he's got help to fight that. Amen. Listen, folks, we we live in a society anymore that nobody cares. Uh, Amen. I'm I'm, I'm 
I'm studying to preach a, uh, preach a message Sunday morning. No one cared for my soul. And, and I, I uh, listen, that's the way it is anymore. If it, ain't, if it ain't Franklin Graham or Edward Graham on TV is saying you must be born again, nobody's doing it. Yeah, listen, how often anymore do you hear repentance preached from the pulpit? I, I, listen, I'm not being mean to no pastor. I'm not being mean to no preacher. But how often do we hear it? Amen. Hey, we need to get back to the basics. We need to get back to the old-time religion. Amen. Uh, yeah, and I, I can call it that. The Bible calls it that. Uh, amen. We need to be there, folks. Amen. But where did I get to here? Uh, uh, hey, he's able to control the uncontrollable. Over in Mark chapter 5, we see this, uh, uh, this individual that was demon-possessed and uh, he was possessed with so many that his name was Legion. Uh, amen. Uh, they was a herd of swine uh, uh, feeding there on that uh, uh, there. And, uh, and when Christ cast those uh, demons out, they ran into them swine. And they run off the side of the mountain. would rather commit suicide than to be demon-possessed. Amen. I'm telling you how serious does it get, folks. This individual was, uh, was in such foul shape. He was found in the tombs, cutting himself. They couldn't tie him down with no type of rock, a rope, and no type of uh, chain or anything. Don't they say that there's one type of drugs that young people take that makes them six times stronger? I, I thought about that. I, I, and I, I'll not go there. I, I almost did. Uh, uh, but listen to me, folks. This is some of that demon possession stuff that we're learning about here in the Scripture that we know about. Amen. And I, I don't guess this individual had to take a pill to become six times stronger, uh, but these demons made him strong enough to break chains. Have you ever known anybody strong enough to break a chain? You know, and, and I knew a young man one time that could pull a set of handcuffs apart. Amen. But listen, this guy was uncontrollable. But guess what? Guess who passed by? Guess who was able to, to deliver this and control this individual that was, that was in such foul shape? Amen. He saved him that day. Amen. And them demons, hey, let me make a point right here. The Word of God says, Submit ourselves to the, uh, to the Lord. Resist the devil, he'll flee from him. Draw nigh to him, and he'll draw nigh to you. Let me tell you, folks, that works. If you don't believe it, just try it. Who was it talking about doubt a while ago? Amen. Submit yourself to him. Amen. I'm telling you right now, it works. And, and, and but. I, I was preaching on that other stuff. But, but, but listen, he can control your thoughts if you'll allow him. That word submission, ain't nobody likes that word. Uh, amen. Because that goes against the grain, don't it? You wanna be, uh, uh, we want to be our own selves, don't we? We don't be dependable on anybody. But I know somebody that's able to change your mind. 
Amen. Thank God tonight. Uh, but, but look here. When Christ come along, them demons had to leave. And that shows me that them demons got somewhere else to go. They don't have to hang around you all the time. Amen. Amen. I can go on and pick on somebody else. Leave me alone a while. And that's what submission does. Amen. It sends him on his way. Thank God. But look what happened. Uh, uh, this guy wanted to follow Christ. He wanted to be with him. Uh, amen. I, I guess that means he wanted to follow him physically, didn't it? Uh, but look what Jesus said. He said, go home to thy friends. Tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath had compassion on thee. And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. I remember reading about a precious lady over in John chapter 4. Boy, she she got saved there at the well and she went to town. She took her story and went to town and to come see a man that told me all things. Amen. Listen, are we telling our story today? Amen. Listen, that's, uh, you know, you can or uh, if you're happy you're saved, you'll be telling somebody about it. Amen. And, I, and I'm just, I, I've always said this about a preacher. Hey, and I went to the pulpit before and never knowed what I was going to preach on. Amen. Didn't have a clue when I got there. But boy, there was John 3.16. And all in the world I had to do was start bragging on Christ. Amen. And bragging on Him and telling what He done for me. Amen. And boy, I'm telling you, Holy Spirit likes that. Amen. He likes... Uh, uh, didn't Christ say he'll testify me? Uh, amen. And uh, uh, hey, he likes that. But listen, he controlled this person that was uncontrollable. He's able, folks. Uh, amen. Uh, God is able to do these things. Not only control the uncontrollable. Uh, uh, hey, and I ain't through yet. Uh, listen, uh, but he, listen, he's able to forgive the unforgivable. Amen. I, I, I'm telling you right now, folks. Uh, I, uh, oh, oh, back over in Luke chapter 23, uh, I read how he was hanging on the cross, giving his life a ransom for those that would come to him in faith and repentance. Uh, amen. Dying for you and me. Uh, amen. And, and thank God for that tonight, folks. Uh, but look what he said uh, uh, there. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary. They, there they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right and one on the uh, uh, other on the left. Then, he, then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Uh, amen. Listen to me, folks. Uh, that is Luke 23, uh, uh, verse uh, uh, 33 and 34. Uh, but listen to me, folks. Listen. He was able to forgive those that had just hung him on the cross. Uh, could we done that? Uh, listen to me. I, 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 I'm telling you, I, I don't understand everything. Yeah, I wish I could get to that place where, where I understood stuff better than what I do. But the only thing I can see right here is the precious love of God. 
And I understand that God loves us. Amen. But listen, can you forgive today? I've thought about this so much. Uh, Do we have things on our heart and on our mind tonight where somebody done us wrong 10 years ago? Listen, we need to go to that place. I believe that's what's wrong in a lot of churches in western North Carolina. Amen. There's been so much friction. It went on in the past. People never forgive each other. And God never allowed that church to grow anymore. Amen. I, I, and, and I know of occasions where things have happened. And, and the congregations have just went to nothing. And, and, uh, and it just seemed like God would still anoint the preacher to preach. But he never let that church grow anymore because of the friction that people held against one. God's people is who I'm talking about. You can understand a group of lost people at drunk liquor and everything else. You could understand them beating each other's brains out and then going on their way and, and never thinking about each other anymore. But not God's people. God is a God of love. And he puts that love in our heart. And we need to get to that place where we forgive one another. Amen. I'm reading a scripture right here that where God himself cried out, Father... Forgive them, for they know not what they do. Amen. They cried back to him. Let his blood be on us and our children. And it still is today. Amen. God told, prophet told David the sword would never depart from his family. And it never did. Amen. It's still there today. Amen. So you think about that. Do I have a forgiving heart? Uh, uh, you know, uh, people do me, and I, it bothers me to the bone for people to tell me that they'll do something and they never do it. You never hear from them no more. That bothers me. But I'm telling you, it takes more than that to cause me to lose a friendship. Amen. That means more to me than anything that I can think of. Amen. Uh, and and uh, some of my best friends, yeah, brother, I'll help you. Never see them. Never call you. Well, brother, how'd that turn out? <laughs> you know, two years later. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, uh, but listen, we need that spirit of forgiveness. Christ is the example, amen, that he gave there. And, and I thought about this. You preachers help me with this. For a moment, everybody around that cross that had hard feelings toward, toward Christ himself, was they forgiven? He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Think about that. For a moment. Hmm. Well, my, my deacon, before he passed, said that to me one time, and I scratched my head about that ever since. You know. Think about that. Everybody there that had friction toward Christ was forgiven for a moment. Hmm. But not only is he able to forgive the unforgivable, but he's able to forget the unforgettable. Amen. Amen. 
Look there, if you will, in Psalms 103. <laughs> what a precious portion of Scripture uh, that we have before us. Uh, amen. In, in Psalms 103, verse 11, it says, For as a heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Amen. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Thank God. Oh, all, all them nights I laid drunk and my family at home and I didn't even know. I, I'd come home and the next morning it'd be daylight and I'd wake up and open my curtain to see if my car was out there. Amen. Have you ever... Have you ever woke up laying flat to your back in what you thought was a bed and look up and see them little round holes up in it? You know what them little round holes was? That was the holes in the top bunk. Yeah, in jail. Didn't remember going there. Didn't know what I was there for. But listen, all that stuff's wiped clean. It, it's gone. Thank God that day that he, Jesus saved me, he wiped that slate clean. Hey, he don't even remember. That's something else that's evaded me in my life. I don't understand that. But God's able, amen, to do that tonight. Amen. I'm, I'm about through, folks. Amen. But thank God tonight he forgets all that stuff. It's gone forever. You don't have to worry about that. Amen. It don't matter what it was. God saved you. He wiped that slate clean. Hey, I, I was thinking on the terms about, remember over in the book of Job about how the devil, uh, Satan himself, appeared before God when uh, uh, the, the sons of men come and Satan come among them. Yeah, you remember reading that? And uh, I, I, I thought about that so much that uh, uh, how that he would say, Look at old James down there. Look at old Nick. What he just done. That's worthy of death. Lord, just kill him. Get rid of that. Then this person I'm preaching about would stand up and say, Father, that one's mine. I won him. Amen. Think about that. Amen. Amen. He forgets the unforgettable, things that we would remember. He remembers no more. Amen. Remember that song, What Sins Are You Talking About? Amen. Thank God, under the blood. Rap Sexton pre preaches on uh, in the sea of God's forgetfulness. Took me a while to figure out where that's at. It's in his blood, folks. Amen. It's got to be. Ain't nowhere else it could be. Amen. But listen, my last point tonight is uh, not only does he forget the unforgettable, but he saves the unsavable. Amen. Amen. Look, look, look over at, at First Timothy. Now I got all mine marked. I hope you don't mind. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 15 says, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the chief. Amen. Amen. Think about that. 
then some more scripture over in the book of Hebrews chapter 7. All this is all familiar stuff. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25. Wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him. Seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Amen. Thank God folks. There never been a, bo- a man born of woman that could not be saved. I, I, hey, listen, I, I, I realize there's deadlines. I, I realize God draws lines. Over in Romans chapter 1, we see that. God gave them up or turned them over. Well, what does that mean? When they cross that line, it means no more. And God would never come back and deal with that person again. He would never have that at- I don't know when that is, folks. That's the reason I'll preach to the homosexuals and the queers. It don't matter who it is. I'll preach to them and tell them that Jesus saves because I don't know. Amen. And and he did say, for God so loved the world that whosoever. Amen. But there is a deadline. I, I believe that with all my heart. But I'm telling you, I remember a young preacher told me one time God dealt with him to go up on the hill up there and, and talk to an elderly man that just got out of prison for murder and all that and said he scared him to death. He didn't know what to do. He said finally one day he mustered up, prayed, uh, mustered up a bunch of energy to go up there and courage and he went up there and knocked on the door. There's an old gruff voice come from the inside and said, yeah, who is it? And he told him his name, told him he was there to tell him about Jesus. And, uh, and, and the voice from the other side of the door said, well, I don't know nobody by that name. Come on in here. So he went in there and told him about Jesus. Amen. Said he scared to death, but he told him about him. Told him he wanted to save him. Said, and then he left. Said sometime after that, the man got saved. I... I remember how this individual used to come around and walk through the neighborhood where I lived. and He had a bad heart, so he'd walk every morning. I remember hiding my beer behind me when I'd see him coming. I mean, I'd try to hide it from him. I look out to my, uh, I worked second shift, and I'd look out the window, and I'd see him sitting out there on my front porch. i just close the window back. Because I know what he's going to say if he got up with me. Uh, amen. Sometime after that, after I got saved and was at Mountain View down in Tuxedo, walked the old man in, came in. You talking about having a fit. That man had a fit. Amen. Because God was able to save me. Amen. Listen, folks. He's able. I want us to understand that tonight. Now, listen, I ain't, I ain't preached nothing tonight that you guys uh, don't already know. How, how often do you think about it? Now let me ask a question, and I'm going to shut up in a minute. <laughs> do you feel in your heart that God is able? Now think, think about what, what I'm saying and think about what you're thinking right now. I like to lost my wife. It's been 22 years ago to cancer, breast cancer. She's still, in fact, she's waiting on me up in Curtis's house. 
Amen. Thank God. Had had colon cancer myself. You know what I went, what I done? Went to church. what I done it happened to be an old fashioned Baptist down in Traveler's Rest <laughs> amen you know what I done James chapter 5 I just called for the elders of the church then on me and prayed over I went through that thing had the surgeon boy it's tough too <laughs> no treatments no anything God cleaned me up helped me out saved my life there's more here tonight that suffered with cancer. What did they do? Called on God because they knew that God is able. Now listen, if you get struck with some life-threatening disease, what are you going to do about it? You're going to go crawl under the bed and wait till you die? You're going to go to church. Amen. Hey, I, I put a lot of stock in that stuff. I can't help it. I, I can't help it. I put a lot of stock in it, folks, because that's where I find help. Because I know some of the people I associate with, they know what I'm talking about. Amen. And they know how to get in touch with the Holy God. And we know. God is able, don't we? Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for this time that you've given us. Thank you for the hand, God, that's been upon us tonight. We thank you, Lord, for the precious spirit of God that's so dealt with our hearts tonight. Let us take this message tonight, God, home with us. Let us remember tonight, God, that you're able, regardless of what might come our way. Lord, we realize that we're living in a, in a world that don't care. Lord, troubling, trying times right now. But God, we know you're able. And you know we know you've got a plan. Whatever that plan might be, I don't know what it is. But Father, I, I pray, God, you'd be glorified. You'd help each of us tonight to realize that you're still on the throne. In Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Amen. Let me get unhooked here.